0: Hey, mama, are you parenting from the surface? Or are you getting down to the root? Do you desire to parent in a biblical way that connects with your child's heart? That's exactly what today's podcast episode is about here on the intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. We have special guest Val Harrison. She shares a mindset shift towards motherhood. In parenting, but then also shares some practical parenting tips and parenting styles, including a scripture verse that relates to parenting that you may have overlooked. Are you overwhelmed by your never ending to do list? Are you tired of your schedule running you? Do you struggle to find balance or harmony between mom life and everything else that you have on your heart and on your plate? If you're here, you're likely a busy mama wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Starr Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, Wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. On this podcast, you will find abundant motherhood solutions that will set you free from the chaos, overwhelm, that never ending to do list, and help you create a schedule that actually works for you and your family. My mission is to help busy mamas just like you establish faithful foundations, live from purposeful priorities, and master your motherhood mindset. If you're here, you're ready to say yes to intentional, productive, and peaceful days in Jesus. So grab your cold brew and your planner or strap those kiddos into the car seat and let's jump into today's episode. I am here today with Val Harrison. She is the host of the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, has been married 30 years, is a mom to seven and grandma to three. And through her podcast, books, and resources, you can tell that her passion is for encouraging and equipping intentional mamas to build strong families. She has graduated six from her homeschool over the past 24 years and has one left to go. Val has a motivation to help moms raise their children with excellence for God's glory, to seek God's will over their daily lives and their kids' daily lives. Val, thank you so much for being on here for um, the wisdom that you're about to share with us is there anything that you would love to add to that
1: incredible bio <laughs> I don't think so I'm just glad to be here and really looking forward to making this uh connection with you I think we're really kind of kindred spirits in the way we think and it's it's going to be a fun adventure to uh, get to know you
0: yes well awesome I love it I'm super excited. I know one of the things that you said in your um, form, you said that you want moms to know that even with all of their family's unique personalities, imperfections, and scars, your family is God's masterpiece, and he has commissioned you to be mama to your masterpieces. I would love if you want to touch base a little bit more on that and just share kind of where that came from, what's behind that, and a little bit more.
1: Well, I think that as moms, we go through a lot of day having frustration in ourselves about this imperfection in them or in ourselves, and we stir ourselves up in these negative ways rather than realizing that all of those things are kind of a roadmap to the unique characteristics, the way God designed each family member and ourselves. And yeah, there's things we need to hone and shape and clean up, but it is these unique characteristics that actually make us the beautiful, unique masterpiece that we are. And I think it's our tendency as moms to want to make all the kids think like us and be just like us. Um, which of course we all want to be like Christ. So there's certainly elements um, that we do need to be training them towards for sure. I'm totally about training, (laughs) Um, but also learning to recognize that hidden right behind that weakness is probably a unique strength Um, that if we can just help that emerge as we clean up the, aspects that, um, are standing in the way of that strength shining, um, then we will have a greater peace. Um, and we will see our family as the artwork that God really said, each one of us, he, he said, we're all artwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works that he prepared in advance for us to do we're artwork. And so if you combine us all together, as God did, by designing us to be a family unit, um, celebrating our uniquenesses, cleaning up the rough edges. This is the beautiful masterpiece role that we have as moms. Um, so that's kind of the concept there. I
0: love it. I think that's such a beautiful picture because my husband has always said, the family is the smallest battle formation, which I think is a, a great way for men to think, right? I I, yeah. I agree with that, and I love what he's talking about behind that, and you know, investing in your family and making sure that is a very strong unit for the kingdom, and and everything is phenomenal. But it's a very much a man's way of thinking where I love this artwork, this masterpiece picture that you've painted, because it's a greater way for my mind to think as a mom, as I'm sitting in the messiness, that this is still a beautiful piece of artwork. I love that. And I love what you mentioned about the weaknesses. I had a guest on the podcast previously that was in partnership with the Connected Families Framework. And it was talking about a lot of our kids, like outbursts or weaknesses or just poor behaviors and things like that. Oftentimes behind that, just like you had said, is a strength or a gift of theirs. It's just, they haven't yet learned how to manage it. And so I love that you talk about training, you talk about honing and shaping and cleaning up the rough edges. And I think that's just another beautiful way to look at, you know, nothing's wrong here. It's just that little tweaking and teaching and equipping and raising up our kids. And I think that's just a really beautiful reminder to moms who are really stuck in the struggle or stuck in the mess and and I think that takes me to to one of the next things you'd mentioned, root parenting, which I think goes perfectly in line with what we're talking about here. And you'd mentioned something about when your kids are struggling and not being a a surface parent. Do you want to talk a little bit more?
1: Sure. Surface parenting versus root parenting. Our tendency is to see a behavior and we want to jump on that um, in a certain uh, kind of aggressively or um, we're dealing with just what we see on the outside and this behavior. That's surface parenting, which there is some amount of surface parenting we all have to do. We've got to, you know, if there's an inappropriate behavior going on, we've got to deal with it right then. However, our real ultimate goal needs to be what's going on behind the the scenes of that. You know, what's going on below the surface. Um, when I first was developing my material on Root Parenting. We had just visited Mammoth Cave, um, which is in Kentucky or Tennessee, but I'm pretty sure Kentucky. Anyway, it's the biggest cave in the world and it's miles and miles of labyrinth underground. But when you're above ground, it just looks like a regular park, but underground, it's all the whole nother world going on under there. And in fact, in a city near there, there was the, uh, what was a museum of some famous cars? I don't remember right now. It might have been Ferrari or something like that. Well, a big sinkhole happened and it just sucked in all of these cars from this museum. Oh my and it was part of the Mammoth Cave. Is there? There's So there's stuff going on below the surface. As parents, we want to slow down take a step back and be well first of all, it does take time. we it's a different mindset of how to parent. We have to slow down and ask questions and observe and and listen with our heart unless and unless and listening with our frustration or even with a lot of times we parent out of fear of if they continue this behavior, this path will lead to this. And there'll be, you know, the and we should think about the future and we should care about that. And it for sure should be a part of our mindset of influencing how we parent is to recognize these, these behaviors in the future lead to bigger things when the bigger they are. However, we don't want to do that out of fear. We, we just need to slow down and dig deeper. And, and that also requires quality time with our kids and um, heart discussions, soul discussions. So, um, yeah, that's a really root parenting connects very closely to something else that I I call raising a Luke two fifty two kid, which is the verse Luke two fifty two is Jesus grew in wisdom stature, favor with God, and favor with man. So these four areas, if we kind of put them in our in our common speak today, would be Jesus grew in body, in mind, in soul or spirits, um, you know, spiritually and socially. So these four areas, mind, body, spirit, and social, um, I use those all the time in so many different ways if i'm using them in root parenting then if i see this behavior going on i'm gonna think is the source of this behavior a body issue are they not getting enough sleep are is there do they feel sick sick um are they hot cold thirsty hungry are you know so physical things that are going on maybe they have a food allergy to red dye that's making them act a certain Mm -hmm. way you know, that, so body questions, is that the root or is it a mind issue is what are they listening to and hearing and, um, what, what's going into their mind and what's tendencies of the way that they think that might be influencing their behavior right, right now. And then the spirit or spiritual, So relationship with God, how is their relationship with God? What's their understanding of God? What's their understanding of themselves based on who God is? Like he, he designed me with a purpose and, and, um, he designed me to love. He designed me to glorify him, you know? So what's their perspective of themselves based on who God designed, Um, And what's their understanding of the world around them based on God too, that God made these people around them and that they have a role of blessing the people around them. So that's some spiritual questions I could be asking to get to the root of the problem, or I could be asking social questions as well. Like who is influencing their thought life? You know, who are their friends? Are there bullies in their life? Um, um, who are their teachers? What do they believe? What family members might be influencing their actions or thoughts or attitudes right now? Who do they, who, who are major influences in their life, like mentors? Do they have one? Um, are they a mentor to someone? Because that can totally shift the way they think as well when they start becoming a mentor. Um, what is what's the relationships around them is are is there a struggle with their sibling over here and it's impacting the way they're interacting with me right here so social examining the social aspects of this child so those are those are the four main root areas that i would be looking in to decipher what's going on here and of course there's a difference between a one-time behavior and a persistent behavior and how I'm going to evaluate based on that. So anyway, I got a little bit clinical talking right there, but um, that's kind of the basic way, the ways that I would root parent. Wow. That was amazing. I love it. I'm just like over here taking
0: notes, jotting them down because <laughs> that's so good. I love, I love the practicality in that example that you just gave us because it, it takes this idea of surface parenting versus root parenting, but it makes it very real and tangible. Um, And I was actually just thinking about this. um, When you were talking about it, I talk a lot about um, like self-care biblical self-care, but it came from Mark chapter 12, verse 30, which originally comes from Deuteronomy six, Where it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And to me, those are the four areas I talk about, um, like basically body, mind, soul, and and heart, which is emotional health and self-care. But I love that you basically just took almost these whole these same four areas, but applied them to parenting and recognizing our child's needs too, and what's going on behind the surface. And so, man, so many examples under each one of those categories too. So listeners, if you don't have a pen and paper, you can grab one of those, go back, (laughs) rewind, re-listen,
1: take notes on all that, because that's, that's good stuff right there. I'm so grateful. Well, I'd love to add just a little bit more to it. Um, Some other ways that I use those four categories. One is that twice a year, I sit down, I take some time alone, to sit down and prayerfully look at these four areas of my kid's life. And I figure out what is the biggest weakness and strength in these four areas and how can I be really focused on those. And I'll make a little prayer, um, kind of a little prayer poster you could say um, that I will use for praying about those things. So I, I want to help them be continually growing in these four areas of life. Um, then as they get old enough, I bring them into that and help them learn to evaluate in these four areas and set goals for themselves in these four areas. And also just helping them to learn to root out what's going on inside of them as well. That's really in all of parenting, that's what we want to be doing is we, we start out, um, doing these things for our kids, whatever things, all things for our kids, gradually teaching them how to do those things. We're really equipping them to eventually not need us. We Mm -hmm. want them to be strong and we want them to be stable and we want them to be whole. And so we have to equip them to do that, which really begins with us learning how to do that, which is a pretty huge and lifelong Process, So we can feel overwhelmed by that, or we can be excited about that, you know, ex- excited that, that we're going to improve because of this role of parenting. And, and we have this magnificent gift and privilege of getting to be the one who equips our kids in wholeness living.
0: Yeah. I was just talking to someone the other day and they said, you get to parent your children. Like it is a privilege. You have been chosen and selected to, to guide and nurture and mentor and, and teach and equip these kids that are entrusted to you. It's not, it's not a burden. It's not a mistake. It's not a surprise. It is, it is divine that you have been chosen to do this. And it is a privilege and a gift. And you just gave us a lot of tools to be able to use that. You were talking about having this, you know, time to yourself to, to prayerfully look over these four areas. And as we're recording, I have a, I have a little me treat I call it coming up. Um, And I like to do this for myself, but man, I was in my thirties before I, I realized how to go about this process and take this time to do it for myself. And, um, and I like to take that space to look over, you know, my goals for the next couple of months and my business and things like that. And so I love that you just gave me more to do while I was on this little me and looking Mm -hmm. over, you know, my one baby's only a few months old. So, I mean, I don't know if I'll <laughs> necessarily be able right. to evaluate on him. Right. right. Um, but I think that can be something that's really powerful to bring in to my relationship with my son, even though it's not one of those like quality time, intimate things we're doing together. It's a way that I'm taking that interest and investment into his life and into his future in a bigger way than that than bedtime prayers or, you know things of that nature and and then I love that you talk about bringing them into it as they're older and then helping to equip and teach them how to go about it too so they don't have to be like me into their 30s before they're like oh let me figure out how to evaluate my life and and take action on on some of those weaker points or or where I can improve or whatever so wow that's incredible. I feel like we could just stop the podcast there, but I know you have so much (laughs) wisdom to share with us. And so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pull off as much as I can here. You have actually authored multiple books. Um, One of them that really stood out to me when we were talking previously was When Littles Are Loud. And you talked about Hey sisters, if this episode blessed you, be sure to tune in tomorrow for part 2 of Val's interview as she shares about Christian parenting books that she wrote and some of the wisdom that is shared inside of them. In addition to that, I have to let you know about the upcoming I Am Mom. It is a life-giving mom friends put together for moms just like you to be poured in by people just like myself and Val. We're talking about mindset Parenting, health, and so much more. The link is in the show notes, so scroll down to register. Sign up for I Am Mom and up for My Mom.